dinosaurs. Hey, you like Pez? It looks like that has Heaney from the boundary line. He's an expert at these. Hello and welcome to Behind the Boundary Podcast. I'm your host, Pez. I'm here with Sauce and uh, I don't know what's happened in the pre-show, Sauce, but you're making some weird noises over there. Yeah, highly medicated, Pez, and uh, I, I'm struggling today. A bit of a throat infection throughout the week and you'll hear me coughing. Yes, you could have bloody told me. Oh, you, I did tell you. <laughs> you could have bloody told me. I'm you. trying to sit here and enjoy my coffee, but um, I can't do that now with you No, no. over there. Stay away. Well, there's a reason that it's, <laughs> it's middle of the day on a, a bloody Thursday. Uh, and we're recording, but uh, that's that's because we've got uh, Thursday Night Footy's back. It's it's great, especially after last round, which, uh, you know, sort of went to script, but uh, had a really couple of brilliant games on the, on the Sunday, which uh, most people thought were going to be dead rubbers. Yeah, well, the, the games on, on Sunday, the Giants-Richmond one, that was a really good game in Cracker. terms of Giants actually got the lead, were in a winning position, and then Richmond kicked two goals. The, the last quarter actually went for like 39 minutes in the real time in the old school uh, count-up clock, so it was it was kind of very strange to see, and then Richmond, all the players would have been looking up and going, oh, there's... You know, 36 minutes have passed, the siren's going to go any second, and there was another three minutes of footy. I looked at the, when they were looking at the, um, you look through the player, the, the, the snake, the worm, I think it's called on the on the AFL app, and it shows you like the, the times that the different things happened, and that clock was, as you said, like 39 minutes, I'm like, what's going on in this game? There must have been a big injury or something, and no, not really, just, just uh, <laughs> long, long Sunday. Well... The long Sunday, and it continued. It was really, really good because Essendon, playing against North Melbourne, Essendon came up out absolute fire. They were, they were in a winning position. They were like, you can't lose from here. Uh, they were 20 points up, and they kicked six goals in the first quarter. North came back towards the end of that quarter. They kicked three goals, and then they kicked three goals to none in the second quarter with Essendon being a little bit inaccurate, and it turned out to be a super entertaining game of footy. Super entertaining. North Melbourne, uh, the last couple of weeks have been really good to watch. Essendon, you know, um, they should have put North Melbourne away, but uh, they, they've been quite good to watch too. Fast, exciting, uh, young teams playing. North Melbourne presented one of the, the youngest teams on, on paper this week, and some of that talent you know, is exciting for a North and North Melbourne fans. And what I don't always see for, for teams, but they were very excited to kick a goal. And I'm not just talking about the person kicking the goal, but the people around them, like they were they were getting pumped up. The crowd... Because all of them, it's their second game. It was all their first goal ever played. The, the crowd not being that big, but um, just the, the atmosphere there, sitting yeah, at home good. watching on TV, it just felt really good. So well uh, done to the Essendon and North the Melbourne dome does. That, That's one thing the Dome does, is when you have a little bit of excitement, it really um, projects itself. It's quite good acoustics there as well. So well, it depends what you're talking about. It's good acoustics for uh, footy, but if you're talking about going to watch a band perform or go to something like that. I'd prefer to go to... Why the fuck would I be talking about a band <laughs> on an AFL You're talking about acoustics. So for the crowd. You just so said, you said it like not a big crowd. Hey, can you listen to my point? I'd prefer to go to Billboard to watch a, a band or the Hi-Fi bar than uh, the Dome. <laughs> yeah, yeah, me too. <laughs> just like I'd prefer to watch the footy at, a, at an AFL stadium. I just didn't want people to listen and go, oh, Source thinks there's good acoustics. What a fucking idiot. <laughs> They listen to my opinion of their music. <laughs> what a start. <laughs> are you medicated as well? Because it's, what the hell are you talking I'm, about? I'm always medicated and I'm always home Jesus. on a Thursday. Absolutely horrible. Let's, uh, I don't even know where to go from this, Pez. Maybe we just get into the, the bets? Or, or, or no. maybe review them first from, from last week. Keep ourselves accountable. Oh, hey, one of the, the few podcasts that do that. Soft review. It's no official review. How does it end? We don't know. O'Connor 
And now Pez is going to review the uh, the top 20 ARIA charts and go through all the, the great songs for, for the last week. <laughs> so what, is that what the review is? That's not the review. <laughs> it's not? But there's a few things going around. <laughs> As an AFL member, this is how I can link it, you get emails about <laughs> yeah, you different, actually, different yeah. events. So um, who is it? Motley Cruz is playing at um, the Dome in November, I think, and there was pre-sale, uh, went on sale yesterday or today from through AFL membership. So there's... Not just pulling it out of thin air, mate. Absolute shit show this is. We are running an absolute shit show, and you're lucky that I'm. Have you I'm seen Have you seen a band play there? No. You've oh, actually, I think actually, I tell a lie. I think I saw um, maybe Taylor Swift back in the day. I think I saw her there. Swifty. <laughs> she played there. Was, is that before a Red album? No, nah, that was for the Red album. Oh, for the Red album. The Red album. Oh, yeah. would have been a good show then. Great yeah. show. <laughs> we were, um, might change the name of the podcast. Well, <laughs> I'm a bit confused why you're bringing up Red because I don't see much Red on my uh, my bet slip from uh, the last week, Pez. Yeah, and looking on the uh, Google spreadsheet, which you can find on Twitter, uh, at Behind the Bound, there's uh, only one Red on mine because the other two were yeah. yellow for bonus bets, which I actually forgot about. I was away on the weekend. That's unlike um, And I've got to put them down this week. Yeah, uh, let, let's get into it. Like, I, I only had uh, really two two main sort of bets, um, and I went a little bit against the grain last week. I, I talked about, you know, Carlton, all, everything pointed to Carlton, and, uh, yeah, went the absolute complete opposite because Carlton are no good and had a, a great little collect it's on the Friday last night. last two weeks. How good is that? And I'm going to struggle this week because both teams are playing and are no good. Uh, but Melbourne, minus 16.5, Melbourne money line, and the Angus Brayshaw, 20-plus. Uh, that one, I was look, looking a little bit in doubt. It, uh, was, it, was, it got uh, closer than it should have been because they had the sub. And then Harms went into the middle, and then Angus Brayshaw went back to the wing position. That's, and wh- that's where that it was really, That really... Uh, and then the line got close as well. Yeah, did. Even though Carlton only scored 44, Melbourne only scored 61. Um, in my one, I had Harry... Mackay for two goals and that was my main bet and then I put in the over 122.5 we, we did speak about it last week and I, the only reason I did it is to get the three legs in the same game multi and then ended up getting a bonus bet back but if I'm that confident in Harry Mackay I should have just put it as the you know two goals as a single Exactly right. You know, not a, not hedging your bets, but making sure you're making money on your main call, and then if you want to do a separate multi, multi it up, and, and that's you know we, we talk about this as punters all the time. Like you said about it, it was a dollar two for it to go over. Like that's that's guaranteed. That a dollar two is that you throw the throw the thing at the hundred times. And it hits it ninety eight times, and yeah. f- and for you to lose a bet with with so much value, the it's a silly way to go out. Well, just so people know what's happening as well, I actually hedged the bet, and I tried to make a middle as well because when I saw the game teetering how it was, looked at the live odds and bet three six five. I found they're a little bit harder to get the live bet on because you've got to give more information and more letters and numbers, but they have better odds. And better lines. So I got under 139.5 during the third quarter there at $1.89. So I put a unit on that. Uh, I was going to go a little bit more because I was confident it'd go under. But then I was like, what if Carlton or Melbourne come out and just, you know, the game's over and it does there. So I I didn't take that risk. So I staked two units. I got a bonus bet back. And then I got a 0.89 of a unit back. So I lost 0.11 of a unit on that game because of the hedge. Yeah, well, I mean, it makes sense. The hedge, the hedge is the way to go, and it's something that I'm learning about this this year a little bit. And I wish I had reached out for your advice on the Saturday uh, because mm. I definitely would have hedged in in something that I was still, as I said, trying to learn it. But there's a lot of ways you, you can make money with the live betting. I talk, of course, about my uh, big bet from last week that blew up onto TikTok. It was huge, and a lot of uh, there was a lot of people giving their feedback early, and not so much, uh, which is good, which is not we, towards the end. I love the opinions when they come in before the game and they don't just check the score or check your better. 
after the game and go, oh, yeah, you lost. You lost. Even though we did have some of those people um, write fail and stuff after the game. And yeah. I'm thinking, but you, you won. Yeah, I won. I mean, I, I didn't win in terms of units and profit, overall profit. But as I spoke last week, I'm speaking about my West Coast versus Collingwood bet. I had the, the Collingwood line, which I jumped on early in the week at minus 55 and a half. I was wrapped at that one. And I said, that was e- that's easily going to happen, which it did. So I had my two units on that. And then what I wanted to do is just sort of boost it up because I was pretty certain that they were going to, you know, continue to hit, continue to hit, continue to hit. And if I did like everyone on TikTok said, uh, you know, and just uh, cashed in my chips in in, in, um, in quarter one and opened my advice. big mouth and took their advice well then I won because everyone was saying that it was you know, just a wasted opinion but I had minus 70 and a half minus 80 and a half minus 99 and a half all for, for different amounts but realistically all I had to do was clear my um, the normal line and I walked away even um, so a little bit unlucky not to hit the 70 and a half that well, would have been uh, quite nicely but according to all the comments there's a, a lot of people that just gave money to the bookies on the weekend because yeah. they were all over the, the west coast line uh, of plus 55 and even plus 53 and a half that I saw so um, the media manager on TikTok was actually commenting back to these guys very respectfully and said uh, good luck on the west coast line plus 55 and a half whatever you've got and uh they were very very confident one guy asking for an apology i'm told yeah, midway, in, during the third quarter you weren't told you screenshot and sent it to me but <laughs> midway through the fourth he was asking for an apology and that was uh, the third quarter <laughs> third quarter yeah. yeah so like i guess what what you know the thing that i i, I definitely picked up from the, the tiktok comments is not the people making fun of bets. So, you know what? I've got no problem with that. It's, it's no. probably, I guess, the, the in, misinformed information they have. A lot of people referenced history. And I wanted to talk about this with you, Pez, because a lot of people are saying, oh, Collingwood never smashed teams. Yep. Okay, so, so what history are we looking at here? For me, when you're looking at history, Collingwood, the last three years and probably the next two years going forward, that's their five-year window. So that's the history all I'm after when they're good. If you looked at West Coast last five years, yeah, you're right. They probably haven't smashed West Coast over the last five years. Five years ago, the West Coast were competing for the top four. And only the last five two years, years ago, they won the flag. Five years, they won the flag. So, like, it, it, it's, it's skewed data. Their five-year window has to start from last season. And that's, that's when you're looking at history. I mean, if you're looking at history, Collingwood has played one of the, you know, some of the most games ever. Like, they've got the, the second most wins by 90 points or more. They've got the third most wins for 100 points or more. Yeah, so but like, you can't use that, but, obviously. But do you know what I mean? Like, so history's stupid when you look at that. So you've got to be, be guaranteed or you've got to, sorry, you've got to be looking at stats but look at them i like to look at through the five-year window i think that's a good sort of skew of when you're looking at history yeah and there's a yeah there's a lot of people and you know like the people that just want to comment and make fun of people online but if it wins they don't want to say anything and then it's easy for them because they'll just delete their comments afterwards when they're wrong anyway so there was one guy that was commenting that he put a hundred dollars on west coast to win like why would you just throw away $100? That was never, ever going to happen. But he, he was so ridiculous too because he actually, one of, I mean, I don't know, we're focusing on people online who obviously don't have much idea, but one of the things that he said in that in, after the game was, well, if we played four quarters like we did in that 20 minutes of the second quarter, we would have won. I it's think like, something along the lines like, of, I stand by my bet. Yeah, what? Mate, they lost by 63 yeah, points. They okay had to, no chance to win. It's okay to be wrong. Yeah, it's, it's okay. You can be like, wrong. We're wrong. Uh, sometimes as well. So oh, I'm not that wrong often. Yeah, well, not <laughs> at not, the moment. Not this season. season. You're going really well. So hey, the last six seasons, all in profit. Yeah, I had um, my man Ugle Hagen to kick two plus goals. Yeah. He kicked one goal, three, one out on the full. So that was a bad bet source because it's a results orientated business and it lost. So I lost my unit there. But the one I do need to speak about is Gold Coast versus Adelaide. It was a coin toss of a game. Put it on Adelaide ML with Blue Bet twelve up special at half time. I'm absolutely laughing because the money's already in my account. And then I look back at the score later on 
and Gold Coast are down seven. And then 30 seconds later, I pull out my phone and Gold Coast are up by a couple of goals. And I'm thinking, what's going on? They kicked six in a row in the third quarter. And that and game completely quickly, flipped. Quickly, okay. they Adelaide quickly. were up by five goals early early yeah. days. Gold Coast should look to, to move to Darwin. <laughs> if they can have a fortress like well, that. They, they, they love the, the dew up there and it's bloody extra dewy with, with um, all the, the, the weather conditions going up there. But I, I remember I was watching the, the um, Geelong game. Same thing happened and I looked away for a little bit. I, I think I was mucking around with my girlfriend and then boom, turn around. It's like six goal piled on. I'm like, what the hell? Because I, I was on my tipping. Oh, the Gold other Coast. game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, oh my God, like that just... The game shifted and turned around, and then that just went. It absolutely went. Is it is it not unbelievable? But uh, you were on Geelong ML, and the first time you pretty much bet on Geelong this year, and it's paid off for you. And your uh, Sunday bet was void, which uh, Hugh Greenwood went down with a concussion just before halftime. Which just was before halftime, which meant sports sports bet did the justice refund thing again, which we spoke a little bit about last week. But yep. he was on track to get his twenty two, and that that bet would have been uh, nicely to finish off the round. But yep, still I'll f- go through my round first because uh, my round's a little bit worse than yours. I staked six units, and I lost. 0.31 of a unit because I did forget about my two bonus bets that I had, which I didn't place later in the round. So I've got to place them It's like the now. third week in a row, I feel like. Oh, no, it's only the second week in a row where you've just missed out on making profit by like point something, point yeah, something. Yeah, it happens. Uh, so for the year, I've, I've made 5.09 units. So happy to say that I am in the positive, which is good. Uh, not as good as the source at the moment. Oh, it's good to see you staying positive. What have you got? Uh, I've got everything, Piz. Uh, for, for round 11, I staked 7.8 units uh, and I returned uh, 4.9 units. So massive. Not returned, you profited. I profited. Uh, return return of investment is 62.82. For the year, 85.8 units I've staked and uh, 23.4 units uh, I've returned, Piz. And just every you better, week. You better get that wording right. You've returned. The 85 units plus the 23. So you've actually returned oh. over 108 units. It's so hard to count. All, it's so hard to get my words right when I'm just, you know, suffocating with money. Pairs. You don't want people it's commenting so on the podcast. Oh, okay, well, I'm sorry. I have profited for the year 23.40 and I have staked 85 units. So um, nearly, nearly where you're at last year. Exactly right. You might be having a better season than last but the, year. The thing is what I'm doing every week, Pez, is I'm not going for home runs. I'm just keeping my head above water, trying to get a little bit of two units here every week, and that's all I'm trying to do. Last week I had a bit of a bad week, but before that, just two units building, two units building, two units building. Last week, last week a bit of a bad... You profited last week as well, and you're calling it a bad week. So oh, that's it was a bad week. It was a bad week. Point seven five units. Oh, it's just a bad week for that. <laughs> that's how good you're traveling. Well, the week, the week before was uh, well, the week before was two units. So hey, it's it's rare to find um, a, a punting podcast or a, a punting page that is actually accountable and up for the for the season. So we should start you, selling, you're doing selling right. subscriptions. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, be like those guys. If you're making enough money, why would you sell? We, we give them away for free. <laughs> Don't waste your money there. Keep listening to us and we'll get them for free. The fact that the size of the bets was relatively small. Now bets with an opportunity about 50 metres out. I was with a mate and um, we were getting getting sort of ready to leave and he, he said, um, I think I'm going to whack 10 on, on Maxi. Do you, want, do you want some as well? And I, I said... Or heading into the second buy round, Thursday night footy, round 13. We do have specials. Sinner takes a special and goes bang. All right, specials. In round 13 of the AFL season aren't that special at all. But Bluebet have the 12-up special uh, every single game. So there's a couple of games that are you know pretty close in odds this week, Source. So if you want to take advantage of that, the 12-up special, it actually paid off for me 
last week with Adelaide because Adelaide ended up losing, but I still won the bet. Uh, Neds also have that for the Sydney-St. Kilda game tonight. Lads have the three-plus leg same game multi, one per day as usual. Tab have it for every single game. Dollar ten is the minimum odds you can have for a single leg, and it's got to equal $2 all up. And sports bet the three-plus leg. If one leg fails, you get your money back as well. There are little things there. It's got to be $2 uh, as well. So there, that's where I'm looking this week. Sounds good. That's a similar sort of trend that I've done. Let's get stuck into round 13. Another shorter round with Geelong and Gold Coast both having a bye. Uh, we start off things with Thursday night footy. Fantastic. I love Thursday night footy pairs. Sydney taking on St Kilda at the SCG. $1.59 favourites are the Swans. Outsiders, the Saints at $2.32. Minus 8.5 is the line. Over under, one fifty-eight and a half. Pez, you said before that you, you hate playing at the SCG because you guys always get smashed. So, as a St Kilda fan, yeah, I hate playing at the SCG. It's not, uh, it's not very good because Sydney usually pants us. But uh, stranger things can happen. So, Rampy comes back in, which is a big in for the Swans, uh, with Luke Parker being suspended from last week as well. Windhager and Owens come in for the Saints with uh, a couple of omissions, and Hunter Clark goes out with an injury. Who's been playing decent footy this season, so. Very interesting. Buddy is uh, likely to, if he kicks a goal, go to fourth on the all-time goal-kicking list as well. So there's something else to watch for up at the SCG. But I, I think Sydney's going to win. A dollar fifty-nine uh, is decent money, I, I guess, if you are, are confident enough in them. They have been playing pretty poor footy uh, and got a little bit of confidence against Carlton the other week. So we'll see what happens. Uh, I've put together a, a five-plus leg same game multi with tab source uh, with the dollar ten minimum legs here, and uh, what I've done is I've put it around a, a few players, two players from each side uh, to get disposals and a goal scorer. So I've gone Papley to get a goal. He was paying about a dollar fifteen, so I was a dollar fifteen or a dollar twenty. I was pretty happy with that. So Tom Papley anytime goal scorer, Bradley Hill fifteen plus, Jack Sinclair twenty plus, Nick Blakey twenty plus coming out of defence. And Jake Lloyd, 25-plus, coming out of defence. We know St Kilda have given up a lot of uh, a lot of ball to the defenders, especially even wingers and midfielders. So I'm happy to go with Blake, Blakey and Lloyd there. $3.30, those five legs gets. If two fail, you get a bonus back. I love it. Love it. Now, what I love is uh, exactly what you're saying is that so the Saints ha- haven't played well at the SCG. $1.59 is, is great value. You know, they haven't won at the SCG since 2009. They've lost three of the last four against the... You know, 2009. The, 2009. Uh, lost three of the last four against uh, the Swans. Uh, and exactly what you're saying about the disposal trend is what I'm jumping on. I was actually really disappointed last week when the Saints weren't playing because, you know, at the podcast here, we've made a pack of money on betting against St Kilda. Uh, only once this year that they've had um, a low disposal game, and that was against Port Adelaide, and we know that Port Adelaide contain possessions. Sydney play free-flowing football. They like to move the footy fast. St Kilda like to slow it down. So this week, target midfielders and those defenders that push through the middle, and I've done that. Uh, The best thing about Thursday Night Footy is that the disposal markets are already out. So if you go to Sportsbet and you can go to look up, you know, your over-run disposal market, that's where you can get a little bit of value. And what I'm talking about, for example, Nick Blakey to get uh, 20 disposals, he's sitting at $1.50-something. But for his disposal market is 21.5. Uh, 
So for him to get an extra two, you get an extra 40 cents. So you're loving that sort of odds without having to go into the 25-plus range. I've just stuck with disposals. Similar sort of vein to what you've done, Pez. I've done with Sportsbet. I've done a four-leg same-game multi. Errol Goulding to get 20 or more. I've gone Nick Blakey to get 20-plus disposals. And then I've gone Jake Lloyd to get over his disposals, 27.5. And Chad Warner to get 26.5. I think they get a lot of the pill. I think they move that football quickly. Uh, and I think they have a real... Um, a real chance of blowing the disposals completely through the roof. Um, so that gives me odds of five bucks, and I've put two units on that. And then I've also gone uh, a similar sort of thing. I've gone a one-unit bet on Nick Blakey. He's my defender that I'm going to be targeting. He's got that big seven-year deal this week. He's looking, you know, looking pretty... Uh, the lizard man. The lizard. He's been looking good coming off that back line, running through the middle. I think a lot of these conditions suit him. And I've gone him just one unit, 25 plus. Uh, and that gives me odds of $3.05. So I think his uh, odds are really going to be boosted with with the, the way that St. Kilda play. I like the way he's been playing. He's just got the big seven-year deal. A lot to prove. I'll lick my lips with that one. The lizard. I'm I'm coming back now because I didn't realise that the disposal markets were out and, and looking at all that, I've gone to sports bet and I've just put I've just put one together on the spot here. And I'm gonna go Nick Blakey over the twenty one and yeah, a half. Great. I like that at dollar eighty eight. I'm gonna go Jake Lloyd as well, over twenty six point five. Oh, they they got him lower. They go they go it around there. <laughs> and then Jack Sinclair over twenty five point five because they he's the man that they use for St Kilda. Three legs, one unit, uh, five seventy-five. Yeah, that's why. That's why a lot of the reasons that we don't put out bets on the Saturday and the Sunday on the podcast now is because you can jump on Twitter, you can follow along with our bets. Those live disposal bets, there's some absolute value in there. Um, but yeah, that's that's a great way, and I, I'm actually looking forward to this game. I didn't realise they were out Thursday night footy. We've got Thursday night footy the next six weeks, or so. Get excited! Get excited! So Thursday. See, the problem is we normally record on the Wednesday, and I won't be out, and I, I won't be off work every week on the Thursday. So I will be. Yeah, well, I wish I could work part-time yeah, too. Yeah, it's good working part-time, isn't it? Shut up, Piz. Stupid Piz. Your mum just messaged me as well. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> all right, you 16-year-old person. <laughs> she would have asked for your footy tips. That's all she's asking for. Yeah, a bit of a kiss face as well. No kiss face in there. <laughs> all right, let's get on to the Western Bulldogs taking on Port That'll Adelaide. Throw you off. All right, it really has. Dollar uh, ninety-seven. Outsiders are the dogs. <laughs> Favorites a dollar eighty-three. Port Adelaide uh, minus two and a half is line over under one sixty-five pairs. Oh, I'm really surprised in this game. You've got a team that's ten and two taking on a team that's seven and five, and the, the line is two and a half. And you know they're only a, what a fourteen cent favorite. Uh, I find this one a little bit baffling. I know it's played in Melbourne. I know it's played under the roof, but Port Adelaide have looked good. They look really good. You know, top five in offense, top five in defense. Um, you know, Western Bulldogs looked pretty poor last week against Geelong, who have been not playing good football and didn't play good football last week. I'm a little bit baffled with this one. I thought you might be a bit baffled with this one, with um, Port Adelaide. But have Port Adelaide been that impressive in Melbourne is is my question. They lost to Collingwood big. They beat, I know you, it's at they the beat, MCG. They beat you guys pretty convincing. Yeah, they beat St Kilda, but St yeah, not, not really convincing for mine. I was at that game. And uh, Richmond as well. They they kind of uh, well, they beat them too. Yeah, struggled with Richmond at the MCG. <laughs> so both 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 your references they've beaten. <laughs> <laughs> and the only other one that they lost was Collingwood in round two. Yeah, and Collingwood are on top with one loss, and that was at the MCG. So different circumstances again. So awesome. <laughs> so what I'm what I'm going to go at with Port Adelaide <laughs> tomorrow. Ugo Hagen blue bet. I can get Bulldogs at two bucks. Under the roof there. They're not going to play as poorly as they did against Geelong. and going to take their opportunities. 12-up uh, special. Bulldogs, uh, ML, $2. 
what, what are you doing with Hugo Hagen? You just no, nah, I just like Hugo Hagen. I just wanted to mention his name again. Okay, so even you, though the bet lost last week, yeah. So we're going head to head this week because I'm I'm all over Port Adelaide. And I mean, I said it in the intro. They're top five in in both offense and defense. They're playing good football. They're looking good. Um, yeah, I've just gone blue bet. Twelve up special dollar eighty two units Port Adelaide to win. Excellent. You could also go to Ned's for that because that's the Friday night game for twelve up. If uh, people are looking or banned at different different agencies, I, look, so I looked around for the odds, and, and then Blue Bet one was better at that time. Excellent. Uh, but already shifted. So I know on Sportsbet earlier they were Bulldogs were two dollars. So if you think you've got some value, jump on uh, and look and shop around a little bit because that's always good when you're having a bit of a punt. Excellent. Head to head, we love that. First time, first time in a while. Yeah, we don't go head to head too often. No, normally our thoughts sort of align, even despite us not even talking. But and right. despite us, our bets not being the same. No, nah, it's despite you being down seven units or whatever it is. All right, Hawthorne taking <laughs> on. Brisbane. You can't put things in people's head. I'm in profit this season. It's not not a stellar season like last season. Nah, but nah, just know. I just like it's very rare that I get to to <laughs> flog on how poorly you, you are performing. And I say how poorly you're performing, yet you're still up. I think was it fifteen units? Five, five units. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Another dig. That wasn't a dig. I was trying to <laughs> trying to pump you up. You I, you correct, you corrected me, uh, which made you look worse. I was actually trying to pump you up. When I'm winning, like most of the time, I am very humble about it, and I don't give you shit. about You it. are full of shit. <laughs> you are not humble at all. All right, Jesus, Pez. Hawthorne Football Club taking on Brisbane on the Saturday time slot. Four thirty-five outsiders are the Hawks. A dollar twenty favourites are Brisbane. Minus twenty-six and a half is the line. Over under one sixty-nine and a half. I'm really interested with this one, Pez, because we know Brisbane don't travel uh, that great away from home. They are playing a down and out sort of Hawthorne, but they're not playing in Tassie, which no. normally they do play Brisbane and these interstate sides at Tassie. Yes. They're playing them at the G. So I'll be really surprised to see how Brisbane, a team that needs to be know how to win at the MCG perform at the G. It's really good for Brisbane to be able to really play this good. game at the MCG instead of Tassie. Uh, interesting thing about this game source is uh, uh, my mate, uh, mate Cam Rayner, uh, it was meant to be his 100th game this week or that's what he told us and his family. So I'm actually going to the game even though it's not his 100th game. it's his. I think it's his 99th game. So he got the dates wrong. It's a bit unlucky. He's, his mum is flying down from Queensland. His brother's flying down from Queensland to, to come and watch him because it was meant to be his 100th game. He's got the date completely wrong. It's not even his 100th. So we're going to Hawthorne and Brisbane for no apparent reason, really. Just just, just you and the missus or yep. the, her and the family? or well, Just me and the missus and then his, his family is obviously still going to come down. They've paid for flights yeah, and get things into the like rooms, that. Pez? Uh, a little sneaky? I, Oh, I don't know. Roaming don't Brian, know. Wear, the, wear the podcast shirt. And get the, the, the Mrs. Folks were on uh, Roaming Brian. I saw, Brian I saw the it the other week, week yeah. <laughs> just <laughs> standing in the background. They so. tell you what, they, they look like they were, they just look so out of play, just sitting there like, where are we? Oh, they're not going to be happy with that comment source. Uh, you you better not face them uh, anytime soon. But I think Brisbane at $1.24, they've gone down to $1.20 already since uh, just, I think, an hour ago or two hours yeah. ago when I looked at it before. So if you can get around $1.25, it's decent money for the Lions. But I'm just going to leave this one alone for the moment and put my money elsewhere this round. One of the trends that I'm seeing with the Hawks this year is that um, even though they're not getting blown out all the time and they are being competitive, they're, they're really struggling in that full, um, when the opposition goes up forward line. Their defence against big forwards and key forwards are really struggling. I know I went through this the other week, but I need to go through it again just to, to prove my bet. You know, last week, Finlayson and Marshall both kicked five each. Against the Saints, King kicked four. The Ds is a little bit of an anomaly, but Fritz and Petty, Spargo, they all kicked two each, but... Um, 
But the D's don't really have a key forward. They don't have a key forward, but in saying that, Fritz had five scoring shots. Rosa for the Gold Coast kicked four. Norton kicked four for the Bulldogs. Crows, Fogarty kicked three. Walker kicked four. GWS, Green and Hogan. They had three, two, and Hogan had two, four. So all over five scoring that's shots. That, and the Cats that, had... Is that that yeah, game? That's that game. <laughs> and then the Cats, uh, Cameron kicked seven. So no matter what the result is for Hawthorne, they are absolutely leaking goals to key forwards. Four or... More time, so four plus goals. So that's happened six out of the eight times. And I can't speak it though, Pez, because Joe Danaher to kick four goals or Charlie Cameron. They're, they're the two key forwards that I'm going with. And I'm, you know what? I've put a unit down on both. Cameron, sorry, Charlie Cameron to kick four or more goals, $4.10, one unit. Joe Danaher to kick four or more goals, four forty. Hopefully one of those gets up. Hopefully both they get up. But if one of them gets up, I'm covered for the bet either way. You double, you double your um, But the, the trends show that. Pick the right key forward and, you know, I'll prob- you know Raynard probably in his uh, 99th and a half game will kick four and I'll <laughs> get absolutely screwed. Well, he did that earlier in the year as well, uh, the, the big four goals there. But when you say key forward, you're obviously their main forward. So their main forward. Usually yeah. a key forward is your big forward, but you're talking about just your main just forward, your main whether forward, it's a sorry. small or a tall. A key position player down there, so a small or you know, or even that mid forward sort of thing. But, yeah, they're, they're, they're the main ones that we're going for, where they stay at home the, the most. So good luck for me. All right. Adelaide's <laughs> <laughs> taking on West Coast for 35 times slot this one. Uh, the Crows taking on West Coast, $1.03 f- uh, favourites. The Crows, twelve fifty outsiders, West Coast Eagles. The line minus 58.5 over under 176.5 pairs. Last week, this game, uh, before West Coast played, I looked at the line and it was sitting at 49.5. Oh, 48 and a half, sorry, I think. Uh, so it's gone up 10 points in, in, a, in a short time. Uh, midway, through, midway through the that first quarter, I think it was a bit higher as well. When Collingwood was um, But yeah, it, it, there's not much hope for, for the Eagles in this one. Jeez, you've got to be careful if um, you've you've got to bet in this game. Because if you say, you know, Adelaide are going to win at the line, people will jump all over you and say, uh, well, maybe they're not because West Coast are a decent side or something. But Adelaide, are the, biggest, uh, the team that I've noticed in the past that have the biggest difference home and away. Because they were up five goals against Gold Coast last week, but then just went to water and, and lost that game comfortably. So they've really struggled away from home, but they've been flat track bullies and been absolutely dominating teams uh, at home. We haven't seen a team as bad as West Coast uh, in the last couple of decades. So this one is probably going to be a, a hiding. How, how big? Oh, I'm not too sure. So I've just used my bonus bet over at Lads and I've just gone Adelaide to win by 100 plus. Paying six sixty with the bonus there. Yeah, I love that bet. I love that bet. That's that's it's such a good value. A bit bet. of fun. It's a bit of fun, but it's 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 good value because Adelaide pile it on uh, at home, as you said. We saw what they did to Carlton in the first quarter. We've seen what they did to Collingwood in those first quarters. Um, I, I love the value in Adelaide at home, a young team that uh, need to bank the wins, need to bank percentage. They're probably going to be sitting at the end of the year equal with some of these teams trying to sneak into the eight. So a percentage booster against them, young guys up and about. And they, they've got a bit of swagger, the, the Crows, that forward line. I love the value in that. I've gone with something on the same vein, but a little bit different. Over under first quarter goals, I've gone over six and a half goals in that first quarter. Is that total, both sides? Uh, no, so it's just Adelaide. Just Adelaide, yep. Uh, actually, no, sorry, that's that's total. So over, sorry, over total goals, six, sorry, six and a half total goals. Sorry, apologies. Um, as I said, the Crows have done that twice this year on their own, uh, almost three times if you, you take into account um, the, the Geelong game as well, Would have done where they against. had four goals. Uh, so I think that they'll be able to get that uh, almost on their own. Maybe West Coast sneak one, but uh, if they're going to pile on by 100 pairs, uh, I like the odds of $2.07. Well, if Adelaide can kick 
the first seven there, I'll I'll be liking that over ninety nine and a half, and I'll be looking at some middling or some hedging if I can get a, a big plus for the West Coast. It's been, if, it's been, it's been your uh, your big keyword of this year, actually. You've oh, made a bit of money from it, haven't you? Yeah, you got to get it. Got to get around it when you can. So, uh, yeah, that game that game will be really good. And then we head into Frio and Richmond. We do head across to the west. This game, um, I mean, I don't know if it's going to be interesting. I think uh, I'm, I'm surprised that uh, Fremantle are not shorter. To be honest, they're a dollar forty three favourites. Uh, the Dockers two eighty three outsiders. The Tigers minus fifteen and a half is the line over under one sixty and five and a half. Uh, the last five rounds, Fremantle have been you know heaps improved. They've changed their game style. They've had some big wins there. I'm a bit staggered the why they're not uh, bigger favourites. Maybe the surprise win against a, a bottom four side last week. That the Tigers uh, collected. I'm a bit yeah, unsure. Not sure. I I actually don't think that helps the Tigers this week because they've had it have had that win, had a winning feeling, and I think that the the coaching panel there uh, going to start changing a few things around. So Rewalt's been really good uh, up forward, uh, but been taking you know chess marks on the lead and, and kicking goals. Dustin Martin's been pretty good up forward, and they've got other players up and about. But if they're going to see what th- their list can provide. They're going to have to change a few things up, and I, I think Fremantle having a week off and playing over there in the West, a uh, dollar forty-three is actually really good odds. Which means the the line, I think, is actually really good odds as well because Richmond, they've they've played snippets of good footy, and we've spoken about it all year. Source where they put it on for five minutes and they can pile on some goals. So I think Fremantle are going to be aware of that. I don't think they're going to let. Richmond do that on that big ground over there at SBS. So Fremantle are going to defend Richmond really well. And that line at minus 14 and a half at a dollar 90 is really good. So I've just gone to tab same game multi Frio minus 14 and a half. And then I've put in Frio plus 16 and a half as well, just to get that third leg. And I've gone the over 133 and a half. So the line sits around what? 160, 162. Yep. Uh, so over 133 and a half. Hopefully it doesn't bite me, but like last week, that gives me $2 odds all up. What, what was your line there, Fez? Over one thirty three. No, the the um game line fourteen and a half. Fourteen and a half. Who was that with? Tab. Tab. I'm gonna I'm gonna put that on as well. I originally had uh, that with sports bet at fifteen and a half, so I'm gonna scrap that bet off there, and I'm gonna go with tab, uh, one unit, uh, fourteen and a half. That that's killer line. I just totally agree. Just a single bet straight out there, so I'll put one unit on that at fourteen and a half. We're in agreement again on that. Uh, oh. I, I think. I, I mean, I just don't understand. I I love what you're thinking is saying there is that they had the win last week, so they sort of put the cues in the rack yeah, a little I don't bit. Think it away them. from home, they're travelling over to Perth. Fremantle are up and about. There's a lot of things working well for Fremantle. Um, so yeah, and the Tigers, uh, I still think are under a lot of pressure. Bottom five side. Well, yeah, it's really important for Fremantle to win. They're sitting with Adelaide uh, and Geelong and Gold Coast all in the same amount of points. So if Fremantle is serious about you know turning their season around and playing playing good footy, they're going to have to uh, spank Richmond here Saturday night. Yeah, hopefully they do. All right, Sunday afternoon, North Melbourne taking on GWS Giants. Two seventy four outsiders. North Melbourne, a dollar forty six favourites are the Giants. Minus fifteen and a half is the line. Over under one seventy five and a half. North Melbourne have been playing better football. They come against GWS, who were a little bit disappointing last week, despite a, a really really entertaining game. Uh, are you back back to back weeks pairs on North Melbourne? No, uh, no, I'm not. No, uh, I've got <laughs> jump on it. I I think. North Melbourne fans, even though they lost and it was a close game and you're in in a position to win, uh, they would have been really happy with last week. The effort was there, The you know, as I said the earlier, the celebrations. But one of the picks that they got where uh, they lost Jason Horn francis who was a really good footballer, George Wardlaw. If you watched him last week and you watched solely him, his attack on the footy 
is like something I haven't seen before. So I am loving some of the young players that are in this AFL competition at the moment. And uh, he's becoming one of my favorites as well. So Wardlaw, the way he attacks it, the way he gets it out, uh, he, he runs through, he takes the game on. Uh, I'm looking forward to watching him on a Sunday here down in Tasmania uh, against the Giants because uh, the Giants have put up some decent footy, even though they've you know lost a lot of games. They've been in a lot of games as well. So I, I think this could be a, a decent sort of game to watch. So I'm looking forward to that. Sunday's too far away for me for this one, so I'm just going to leave it at the moment. I really wish this game was played at Etihad, uh, the Dome, because I think that if it was, I, I'd be on blue bet taking North Melbourne. I, I think North Melbourne have been, um, had their hearts broken over the last month a couple of times, and I think that they will see an opportunity to get a win. And uh, the last, you know, five games that these two teams have played in the similar sort of positions where they've been, they've sort of split the difference. You know, they've had a draw in there. North Melbourne seemed to match up quite well with GWS, and I'd probably be leaning towards North Melbourne in this game. You know, probably 15 and a half, I'd take the line if I'm doing anything. But I agree, it's too far away to have a bet in this one. Steer clear. Oh, okay. Well, I've just talked with myself then. Okay. Well, next, <laughs> next, next one then. Normally, you rebut or you say anything. I'm so not going to rebut. I was just, the only thing I could think of was Wardlaw. I just I can't stop thinking about it. Hegu was his little. Hegu was his shimmy against Merritt. Oh, you you gotta love it. Oh, so oh. good. It was so good. If you had him at, at your club. And, you know, your club's going shit house for the last 10 years or whatever. You, you're happy with that, definitely. You would definitely be happy with that. That's what I need, a little bit of retirement so I can switch my screen back to get the, the sports bet odds up there from my notes. Well, interestingly, interestingly enough, Carlton... It's no good now. It's no Carlton good now. Carlton taking on Essendon. Well. They are. Night game on the Sunday. I didn't realise that the, the King's birthday eve is going to be a, a night game now. I, I love the night time, uh, time slot. The, the twilight one's good, but the, the after dinner, had a little Sunday night dinner, you're preparing for work the next day, and boom. Won't be, it won't be this Monday. No, but in general, you might be. It's a public holiday. You, well, might, you, might you be could working. be. I'm talking about us. We're not going to be. No, and I'm not going to be. No. You don't work any. You don't work any time. <laughs> you work part-time. All right, so we get on to this. Have a Thursday, Friday. A blockbuster. Well. <laughs> Lazy. <laughs> All right, Carlton taking on Essendon. Two dollar outsiders are the Blues. Essendon dollar eighty five favourites. Minus one and a half is the line. Over under one sixty and a half pairs. I struggled in this game because both teams are dead to me. Um, <laughs> so you can't do anything. So I can't do anything. You could put some disposals together or something. Nah, or some goals. Worth it. Um, not going to give them the satisfaction. Yeah, Carlton have really been struggling to score, like really poorly. To kick forty four points in, in a game last week against Melbourne and still lose by seventeen. Is uh, really really poor. So Carlton, I've been expecting them to bounce back. Uh, they've been in the why? media. Why? Why going. would you expect that? I don't know why I'm expecting it, but uh, with the blue bet special, I can't say no, and not because it's Carlton, but because they're playing against Essendon, and you know Essendon are really struggling this season against decent sides. They're not playing against a decent side, so there's really no no reason to bet either side in this, but. A dollar ninety-five. Oh, I'm going to have to take it against the Bombers at the MCG. This game, I don't even know where to start. Essendon are terribly defensively. They're they're a, you know a fourteenth side against the rest of the league. They're they're a bottom five side in defense. Just sitting just sixth. Just they're sitting sixth on yeah, the ladder. No, I mean, I'm talking like you know statistically defense, yeah. ra- ratings, and then you look at their offense. They're they're you know they're a top six side, and then you look at Carlton and you reverse them. Defensively, they're a great side. Whilst they're not scoring much, they're not allowing other people to score much either. But then you look at their offense, and they're a bottom four side. Like so, this game is just—it's just shit. It's just horrible. Like, it'll be a big crowd there. And the Sunday thing is, night, you know, Pez, I'd be on the same 
I'm actually on the same train of thought as you. I'll probably tip Carlton, um, and you know they're not going as a favourite, so there's no opportunity to make money off them. So I'd probably <laughs> all over Carlton. Uh, but as I said to you three weeks ago, they're dead to me. Yeah, Essendon have been dead to me for three years now. So um, I'm steering clear, and I'm 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 actually probably going to look up. Um, I might just look up, you know, some some table tennis in Taiwan or something, and watch a <laughs> watch a more offensively uh, structured game, and probably you know more well coached. So. That's, that's going to be my Sunday afternoon. Well, that's the that's thing. Sunday night. You'd want some players to, to start to fight and start to show some passion for Carlton. But if these odds were, were flipped, I probably would have no bet. But because Carlton are the underdogs and I can get the 12-up promo as well. Oh, no, you make money, that's, you that's make the money reason when Carlton are favourites. You make lots of money when Carlton are favourites. On the other side. Yeah. <laughs> if, if, Carlton, if Carlton was sitting at all 85 and Essendon is sitting two bucks, I'd be loading up on Essendon because I'd make a fortune. Because Carlton don't perform in wins they need to. They'll, they'll snap some win out of here out of nowhere. They will. Yeah, but when's it coming? Not this week. I hope it comes this week. No won't. No way. This will be a draw. This will be a draw this game. <laughs> Nil all. What's it paying? <laughs> $91 it used to be. <laughs> Not anymore. All right, let's get on to... You said Sunday was a long time away, uh, Pez. Melbourne, the King's birthday, the first King's birthday, uh, but more importantly, the big freeze uh, is on on uh, the King's birthday. Is that what it's called or is it the Monarch's, Monarch's birthday? Is it officially the King's birthday? Uh, I... Don't know. I'm assuming it's Kings. It was Queens, so wouldn't it be Kings now? Yeah, I thought they were looking at changing it just so they didn't have to keep going from king to queen to king to queen, like the monarch's birthday. But anyway, that's not really important. As we're long talk- as we get a day off, who we're, we're, we're t- talking about footy. All right, the D's coming in outsiders, $2.02 against Collingwood, $1.82. Minus one and a half is the line over under, one sixty-seven and a half. Uh, this game's going to be huge as the, the week will build and we get through onto the weekend. You'll start to hear more and more about the big freeze and the work that they do for, for in there. It, Neil Danaher, it, it's a great... Um, it's a great day to watch. It's um, one of those things that you've seen the beanies around. I've got my beanie. I'm sure you've got yours, Pez. You get yours every year. Uh, my, my jaw's getting too full as well. I've got, I mean, I've got one of your, yours original. Oh, you've got I've got the thing. I've got your first one there. Yeah, I need that one back. Actually. No, you don't. It's mine. Yeah. All right, uh, but like jumping to Coles, make sure you make a purchase there. It goes to a great cause and, and they're raising some great awareness and there's a whole lot of uh, a star-studded um, lineup that's going down the, the big freeze uh, slide. Is there? I haven't. I know Michelle Payne is one of them. Oh, that's a good one. That's the only one I saw, but 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 there always is a is a huge lineup. Uh, we, you know, while you talk about your bet, I could probably look up and find it. Yeah, Neil Danaher's been um, definitely uh, up and about, and he's been at the footy uh, in recent weeks as well. So it'll it'll be a really good day going down the slide there, and the Danaher family doing an absolutely amazing job for a horrible disease and. Uh, we love to see it and we love this game and we love that it can be involved and raise so much money and the community can get around it. Uh, it's, ra- it's raised almost $70 million in, the, in the last five isn't it? years. It's inc- that's incredible. And can we just hope that the researchers and the money that it goes to can help find a cure because this disease is something, something absolutely horrible where you watch someone you love not be able to communicate with you, not being able to do the things that they really like and really love and Neil Danaher, the best face uh, to have for that. Uh, in terms of a bet for this, Monday is very far away. Uh, Jordan Dugowie won't be playing this week, uh, getting suspended during the week. And Clayton Oliver on the IV drip yesterday from an infected blister. Will he get up? Will he not get up on the Monday? Inverted commas, huge Saturday uh, bender, absolute bender. Oh, they had the Friday night game, so he was going from so Friday he, so through to al- Monday. And so he was allowed to drink too. So you reckon he needs to hydrate himself and get the H2O into the veins? Yeah, he's going to be all up and about on Monday. So we'll have it there, take his drip down into the warm-up, be in the rooms, and they're about to run out, take the... Well, that's what the Brisbane Lions used to do. Take it out. During their, their heyday, they used to hydrate at half-time. 
What with an IV drip? Yeah, they did. Did they? Yeah. Well, I would like love to see that. Well, you wouldn't you wouldn't see it, but that that, that that's what used to happen. Oh. No, I've got no bet in this game. What do you got? I, I like the value in Melbourne. Um, it, it's so funny. I read an, I read an article before, and it's it said that you know statistically, there's no reason for you to pick Melbourne because all the form points to, to Collingwood, the stats point to, to Collingwood. Um, but you just know that they're capable of so much more, and they're sitting there building. They've been looking for a big opportunity. You mentioned it before that um, they, they should have beaten a, a range of different sides earlier. Like Port Adelaide, you know, comes to mind specifically. I mean, glad in a they, winning I'm, position. Gl- I'm glad they didn't because I had I had a bet in that one. They're in a winning position in that last quarter. They're going to need these victories they're capable of so much more you know they were elite in 2021 they were elite uh, they've been elite through different stages of this season even last year the first 10 rounds were elite I think they bounce back. I think the injuries to Jordan Dugowie and, you know, uh, McCurry and Will Hoskin Elliott, with them having ankles, ankle injuries and being in doubt, um, there's rumours of Oliver coming back from that hamstring strain. Um, even without him the last two weeks, they, they've looked pretty good in that midfield. Um, you know, if we look at who's going to replace uh, those people coming out from Collingwood, you know, possibly McStay, who hasn't played from round five, or Lipinski, who hasn't played all year. I like the odds. I think it's a, a coin flip game. I think... Um, I think that yeah, I, I think Melbourne's going to win. So I've got two units with Bluebet uh, at the two dollars straight line. Uh, sorry, the money line uh, twelve up at halftime they win. Uh, but it's got, but it is something that I'm going to be looking at closer to the day, depending on who comes on and uh, might uh, sneak towards the line or I might put another bet down. But uh, fifty fifty game. So confirmed, you you're putting that. I'm, I'm putting it putting down. It yeah, down. yeah, yeah. I, th- I think so. Um. <laughs> <laughs> you don't sound very convincing here. You're like you think. Well, because I want to get think. I want to get it out to the listeners because I think that it's it's a good bet. If those things happen, I'm all over it. You know, if if you know, have you confirmed it yet, uh, or are I, you waiting to confirm? I am waiting to confirm it. <laughs> waiting to confirm. <laughs> but uh, I want the listeners to know so I can put that out. So, right. I, I think it's I think it's great value, and especially if you can get it at two bucks before this happens. So you know what? Screw it. I'm going to confirm it. Two bucks. Two bucks. And uh, if you are looking at the Bluebet 12-up promo, they do lower the odds a little bit compared to other bookies. So you can get a better price elsewhere, but that 12-up promo could be very, very valuable uh, in, in some cases. It could definitely be. All right. Uh, have you got any cheekies for this round? Uh, no, but I do have to use my other multi, so I'll put a bonus bet down. Cheeky. Awesome. I don't know how cheeky it is because it's just what I'm really confident in in three games. So the draw in the Carlton Essen game at $91? Adelaide wire to wire. So lead through quarter time, half time, three quarter time, win the game. Brisbane to win against Hawthorne at the MCG. I think that's a really important game for them to win and they wouldn't want to drop it for their top four chances. And Fremantle we spoke about earlier, just for them to win, not at the line or anything. Those three together, $2.28, my uh, multi from la- uh, my bonus from last week with lads uh, on that. Yeah, I like it. Uh, Thanks. Oh, what do you want me to say? Do you want me to say I don't like it? You either like it or you don't, really. You hate it. Shit. <laughs> Why is it going to lose? I don't know. <laughs> I'm done with you, Piz. I'm, I'm, I'm due for some more medication. You're struggling. Do you want to... I'm struggling a bit. Do you want to just put some some the radio on and we'll talk about the acoustics of some, <laughs> some band or something? <laughs> Uh, my, my cheeky if I was going to put one down Which I'm not $51 is the draw on sports bet So Carlton versus Eston $51 draw Yeah never bet that Unless it's uh, unless it's a hedge for other things Never never bet the draw Never ever <laughs> um, But uh, that, that's the show from this week If you want to uh, jump on and review us Or give us a 5 star liking Jump onto all podcast providers Apple, Spotify uh, The website RSS I think it's what it is Is when the link on Libs in There's a whole range of different ways you can, you can like us Jump on Twitter That's where we put all our bets on 
Yep, that's where we put them all on. I thought you were going to jump in. <laughs> at Behind the Bound on Twitter. I'm struggling. Twitter, TikTok, Instagram, all of that. Jump on board. Uh, the Google spreadsheet you can find on Twitter. So if there's any updates throughout the round, uh, that's where they'll be. Or they might be on Instagram on the on the live stories as well. So uh, just make sure you're following us everywhere and uh, then you'll be able to see any value. And if you, d- you don't like it and you don't agree with it, you make your own bets anyway because we're not doing this for anyone else. We're doing this for ourselves to try and make a little bit of uh, a kitty to enjoy ourselves uh, come end of AFL season. Exactly right. A little bit of fun uh, and building accountability. That's what we're doing. And <laughs> We're building accountability. I think our accountability is built because oh. every bet we've ever placed on this podcast has been put up and uh, none have ever been deleted. And there you go. All, all have just, been put up before the fact as well. Yeah. So not like others. So just... Uh, not going to drop any names or anything, but there are. I reckon, I reckon you're getting pretty close to dropping names, Pez. No, you're no. getting super close. No, I'm not. And you I was about to do something there. No, I'm definitely not because it might give it away. But um, we, yeah, if you made it here, you obviously enjoy the show. So uh, thank you for listening and uh, keep up with it. I'm Pez. Peace out. I'm still Sauce. We'll catch up next time, guys. Now you're gone.